episode number 220 of the Emotionally Equipped for Life podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. I am on a mission to get people emotionally equipped. I created three simple, practical, and step-by-step mindset tools to empower people in their lives and in their relationships. When you get emotionally equipped, you learn how to be in control of your emotions, how to get clarity on who you want to be moving forward, and how to feel confident that you can create whatever it is you want to see in your life. I'm the author of two books, Getting Unstuck and The Clear Way, which you can learn more about over on my website at shiragora.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I want to start out this episode with an apology. For those of you who are longtime listeners to my podcast or my blog, or you've read either of my books, you will know that the stories I share are about me. Even when other people are involved in those stories, the stuck situations are my own. I own those stuck spots and I share with you my processes in order to get unstuck or to get clear from them. The purpose of getting unstuck or getting clear is never to make someone look bad. The intention is never to put someone down. There is never a purpose to use someone in order to make you look good. And I think after 218 episodes of never doing that in the past, I made a mistake last week. If you haven't yet listened to last week's episode, please pause this episode now and go back because none of this is going to make sense unless you first listen to that episode. I want to apologize to my husband who may or may not listen to this episode. In last week's episode, I was sharing how I was feeling stuck and I walked you through my process of getting unstuck. But in doing so, I made my husband look pretty bad, which was wrong. For those of you who don't know, my husband is a businessman. He's a builder who started his business from scratch a few years ago, and he's grown a flourishing business based on honesty and ethics. People find and hire him from near and far because of the good name he made for himself. When mistakes are made in his business, whether he bought material and the owner charged him less, or whether he made a proposal and accidentally charged too much, He is honest in his ways, which is why he is so successful. And he only chooses to work with people who are honest. When he senses someone is cheating him, he stops working with them. This is one of the things his business is prized on. His staff and his subcontractors, of which the people who hire my husband to build their home for them, love most about the entire experience, the staff who is trustworthy. And so in last week's episode, when I was feeling stuck, what I ended up doing was making my husband look unethical because he wasn't keeping the verbal agreement that I made with the gardener, which in my opinion wasn't right. But what I didn't share with you was the consideration that maybe my husband knows something more about this business than I do, and that maybe he was questioning the gardener as a way to protect our family, and that maybe he was actually right. This is not to say that I wouldn't have acted differently because I don't think I would have, and I'll explain why in a moment, but what I would have done differently if I could take back time 
is that I wouldn't have put my husband in the light that I did. And for that, I am terribly sorry. I hurt my husband. I gave him a bad name when there was no need for me to do so. And I really can't take that back at this point. And it pains me that I made such an error. My husband and I spoke about the situation and he graciously forgave me, for which I am incredibly grateful. So the truth is, there's a part of me that doesn't even want to finish the story and doesn't even want to make a podcast episode this week, but I'm going to because I'm committed to you, my dear listeners. But in case you can't already hear it in my voice, this week is difficult for me. So last week I shared with you how I got unstuck. The intention for this week's episode is to share with you how I moved on and got clear. So the story left off last week with me listening to this dialogue between my husband and the gardener, and I considered, in order to get unstuck, to be assertive. And I considered that because in the past I may not have been assertive. And I considered that because I was the one who made the verbal agreement with the gardener. And I considered that because my husband and I agreed that the garden was my project. Yes, I could have considered all of the amazing things I already mentioned about my husband, but I didn't consider them in that moment because that's not how I got myself unstuck. My husband and I didn't see eye to eye on this part of the story, and the truth is, I still don't think we see eye to eye on it. That's really hard when you're in a relationship and you're dealing with a third party. It's actually quite painful because each side of the couple then believes that they don't have each other's back, which is not a fun feeling at all. But I chose to be assertive because in that moment, and still now, I believe that your verbal agreement with someone goes above and beyond everything, even if we made a poor choice with the gardener, and even if his price was high. We already gave our word. But I didn't want to burst into the conversation the two of them were having to make my point. That would have been rude and totally uncalled for. But at the same time, I wanted to be assertive. I wanted to share my thoughts with my husband. So here's how I got clear. See, I got calm. I was upset watching the dialogue back and forth. And as I witnessed it, I took a few breaths. L, lighten. This is where you uncover what you're thinking. So in my mind, I was thinking, I knew my husband was not going to like what I had to say. But I lightened that thought to maybe my husband would be okay with what I had to say because I, I really didn't know. E, expect. I hoped that my husband would understand my point of view. A, accept. I radically accepted that my husband might not understand my point of view and that we'd have to work something out between the three of us. R, I chose to take responsibility to be assertive, whereas in the past, I may have been quiet or I may have let my husband be in charge. In my opinion, an assertive person says what's on her mind. And so I respectfully asked my husband if we could step aside and talk, which we did. I expressed my beliefs that we made a verbal agreement with this guy. And even if we made mistakes on our end earlier in this process, which clearly we did, it doesn't matter. We already agreed to this guy coming and he showed up as planned and it's not right to cancel on him. And while my husband tried to explain to me that we're probably being cheated, he let me make the final call. 
and so the gardener stayed, and he ended up doing the work that we agreed upon. Again, the purpose of the story is not to put my husband in a bad light. The purpose was to illustrate to you how I mentally prepared myself to voice my opinion in a situation that was very difficult, and how I committed to being the person I said I was going to be, even though I, in the past, maybe wasn't typically that kind of person, and even though it was going to be really hard for me. I'm certainly not trying to make me look good and my husband look bad. I'm simply sharing with you my personal process in this situation. So my friends, this has been a difficult couple of weeks for me and my husband regarding my podcast. I have been podcasting for over four years and for the first time, I'm feeling kind of stuck because I hurt somebody and not just someone but my husband, whom I love and cherish and respect deeply. It was clearly a difficult story for both of us, and I am truly sorry that the way you, the listener, who may not even know my husband, now perhaps has this perception of him, which is clearly not even close to being true. I'm grateful to my husband for being generous with me, for forgiving me, and for giving me a second chance, as he does time and time again. We're on a healing path, my friends, every single one of us. And hopefully, with the use of our tools, we can learn how to break free from our patterns that aren't serving us and start to evolve into the people and into the relationships that we want to create for ourselves. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting emotionally equipped with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Emotionally Equipped for Life podcast. It is my honor and privilege to be able to show up here each week for you. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to start applying this work to your own life, you have to check out the Emotionally Equipped Journey. This is my six-week course where you study my tools in depth with me, either in a group format or one-on-one, so you can learn how to be in control of your emotions, how to get clarity on who it is you want to be moving forward, and how to feel confident that you can create whatever it is you want to create in your life. Head over to my website, shiragora.com, to get yourself started. I look forward to starting this journey with you.